0: you're listening to addicted to growth join us each week as you sit down with sales marketing and revenue leaders on the front lines of innovation new insights new playbooks new tech new lessons Step forward into growth and development, or backwards into safety and security. The choice is yours. Let's get into the show. What's happening behind the scenes? Like, what are some of the things that aren't being talked about a lot? Like, we see all this, um, this, you know, content being posted to LinkedIn, and but it doesn't really cover like the full story. So, like, a part of what we're looking to do is really get that full story from people like you. Um, so like, that's kind of how we're positioning it. So I definitely would love, um, well, first, I'd love for you to kind of introduce yourself as to like who you are, and give people like a quick, you know, understanding of who you are, if they've never, you know, come across any of your content, but then also kind of like lead into kind of like some of the things that you're seeing in the space right now.
1: Yeah, so real quick intro about me, nothing too crazy. Started off as a sales development rep, SDR. So that's prospecting into net new accounts. Your main goal is to cold call, email, social selling, however you need to do that. You get in a meeting with the prospect to hand off to a sales rep is normally how that works. And then as I started off in that journey, I wanted to put myself out there. Now before I didn't, but I knew that it was important to build reputation, brand, whatever you want to call it. And so I started a YouTube channel called the SDR Chronicles. And I was focused on sharing my journey, still posting content today, but not as consistent like every day because I was just in the trenches. Like it's a little bit different now. Like I have interviews and I'll have different advice that I give. But when I started out, it was every day to build that brand. And then from there, because of that brand got promoted to SDR manager. And when I was SDR manager at 13 reps that I was managing. And from there, that's where I got exposed to a lot of different people And one of those people that I got exposed to was John Barrows. So John Barrows has done sales training for the past 10, 15 years. And he found me on YouTube and from YouTube, uh, we had a conversation and that's, or not on YouTube, but we met in person, but from that conversation, we ended up, yeah, that would have been, that would have been interesting. Right. But we met in person, chatted conversation, realized that it was a fit for me to join the organization. And so for the past three years now, which is pretty crazy. I've been training teams on top of the funnel, prospecting, creative and innovative strategies to get them that new pipeline. And so they're doing that globally. And it's
0: been a fun ride and super excited that we're going to talk about today. I know you asked the
1: second question. So what was
0: that second question again? Um, So the second question honestly, I forget what it is. <laughs> I'm like, uh, maybe Kevin can help.
2: Yeah, no. So what, what I think is interesting, right. Is like, you're, you, you definitely have an amazing presence on, on like LinkedIn, for example, there's a lot of good tactical advice, tips, tricks. I know you talk about all the time about like impact over influence. Right. Um, but I think like one of the things you, you do sprinkling with your content is there's like what you're doing behind the scenes to get better, right? It, it's, it's not just like the tactical emailing, calling, social selling. There's a lot behind the scenes that, you know, really sets you up for success. What, what are some of the things that you're focused on right now personally?
1: So, right, this, for me personally, I'm, I'm fired up because I got, I got more time right now and this dangerous, So right? I got time right now. So, so what I'm doing is overhaul on growth. Now I've, i warned all my friends, and this is important. This is good advice for everybody. If, as you're going in this period, I'm binging on growth and someone commented on my video and they were like, binging on growth sounds excessive. Like, you know, it is what it is, but I feel like this is the only time you're going to be able to do that. So at the beginning of this month, I knew things were going to get bad. And I said, Hey, look, we probably will get out to this till August, September. And everyone was like, no, we will be fine in April. And I was like, okay. But I was like, for the next four to five months, I'm going hardcore on growth, reading, taking notes, and, like, growing myself. Like, I'm going to come out of this a completely different person. Like, that's my mindset right now. And so I told my girlfriend, parents, friends, I'm like, I will be more open to conversations. Like, I'll actually be able to respond because I won't be traveling as much. But I'm going to be way deep into learning. So even though I'm open to chatting more, my responses will still not be as fast because I'm really dedicated to what I'm trying to do right now. And so, what I'm doing is, I bought Masterclass two days ago. It's $180 annual subscription. Some people are like, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, I don't think you get it. Like, you can get learnings from people who are the top of the top in their industry Samuel L. Jackson, Timberland. I did Usher's Masterclass, right? They have Chris Voss in there. So, the thing is, like, I can learn from these people and gain skills all across the board and come out of this and use two, three of those things to improve not only my professional life, but my personal life and my relationships. And so I bought Masterclass, Uh, I'm waking up early, 5.30, six o'clock every single morning. I'm gonna wake up on Saturday morning, 5.30, six o'clock and I'm treating every single day like it's a work day. That's me right now, that's what I'm doing. I'm not encouraging this, I'm just telling you what's happening. Because I know if I can triple down on growth right now and take those things and execute on them, then that means moving forward. It doesn't matter what situation I'm in. That means I'll be able to handle pretty much any situation. Because if you can get through a pandemic and be calm, relaxed, and positive, what, what else is going to stop you? And so that, that's my mindset right now. So I'm a masterclass. Uh, I bought some Udemy courses on Salesforce. I'm asking friends for books. I'm reading question-based selling right now. Um, but I'm also going to get more into fiction. And I, we could dive more into that and why I'm reading more fiction now. But those are things that I'm focused on.
2: So I want to dive into that because one of the things, and I know like Travis and I have spoken about before, but I think there's going to be elements and things that you do in your personal life that are going to allow you to be successful or enable you to be successful or more successful in your professional life and then vice versa, right? So I know that there's things that, you know, I do, whether it's fitness related or being a father that make me a better sales leader, right? And then there's also things I'm doing there that, you know, help me achieve goals in fitness, for example, or as a parent. What are some of those things, and maybe it's kind of getting into that more of the fiction side of reading, but what are some of those kind of parallels that, that you know, you're observing or, or trying to sharpen?
1: I'm trying to sharpen being more intention, having more intention in conversations. And so what really helps is the Chris Voss, the art of negotiation. So it's really understanding how you're always in some type of negotiation. You don't even realize it. And as I'm taking the course, I realize like, oh, I'm in a lot of negotiations, like, <laughs> like, like every single second, right? And, I, and I, didn't, I, didn't know, I haven't even noticed it, right? So for me, it's just picked up my skill set on like, what are people saying? How are they feeling? And then how can I phrase it when I know it's happening? Like the labeling technique, I've probably have used it like all the time. And people, are just, again, have just no idea when I'm like, hey, seems like you're a little upset here. Or like, it seems like you want me to talk a little bit more about this. So like, it seems like you think this is a good idea, right? And and getting people to have good conversations that's helped out a lot. So intention second piece is being more creative. Like this is the time where you have to be creative and innovative, but the only way to do that is sparking your create creative brain. And the only way you're going to do that is if you read fiction or if you are watching certain things like this is going off on a different lane, but, Not only am I focused on growth, I'm focused on things that are more fun as well. So I bought more PS4 games. Like they have a spring collection, you can get like 80% discount off. And also, most people don't know this, I watch anime. The reason I watch anime is because there's a lot of inspirations in anime and there's a lot of creative things that they do that get me to think about like, oh man, that's a good thing for me to do and that prospecting message. So I'm just taking the time to think about things that will grow me as a person, and that are fun, but also professionally, but not only just focus on what's that sales book, it's fiction, et cetera. And all those things.
0: Got it. I got a quick question on like the creativity and intention. Like how did you realize that you needed to head in that direction?
1: The creativity aspect.
0: Yeah. Like how did you think like, okay, Morgan, um, you got all this time, like you're working on growth, like you're going into doing your push-ups, like you're going you're like Goku and going into um yeah. the hyperbolic time change <laughs> yeah, like yeah. five months. So yeah, like, right. You're, you're about to go in there and yeah. you're like, all right, like I'm gonna do these push-ups, I'm gonna do these squats. Like, how did you pick intent being intentional and like creativity? Like how, like did you do you have some internal compass that you're already operating on and you know what you lack or like talk about? Uh
1: yeah, internal compass, I know what I lack. I also know what's needed. Right now, like creativity and innovation is needed right now. I'll, I'll have like a third bucket I could add is like people need a light, and inspiration. So I know for me right now I can be that through my content, and that's where I'm really focused on. But in order to get that motivation and inspire people, you have to have be creative and innovative for people to even be drawn into you, right? So I'm trying to figure out like on masterclass, Bob Iger has a class, right? I'm gonna go watch what what Bi- 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 Bob Iger has to say. And for those you who don't know he's the CEO of Walt Disney. So like he probably knows a little he probably knows a little bit
0: about creativity, right? He, he probably knows a thing knows, or
1: two. Right, he probably knows what's going on. Um and these are this this is me talking out talking out loud about this, but I also realized to be intentional, right, is that I have to focus on what people are saying because every situation, every conversation is so delicate now. And we as humans are paying attention to that now more than ever. And also just trying to be a leader just within my friends and my family, like going to spend an entire day with my family. That's something I don't normally do. But tomorrow, which is going to be Saturday, I'm spending the whole day with him, right? I'm texting my friends, like, hey, let's all do a FaceTime chat for like an hour and a half. Let's just make sure that we're staying connected, right? I'm making sure that I'm not losing out on friendships, relationships, and clients that I work with. I'm making sure that everyone's okay from the capacity of, how many people that I can talk to and how much time I have. But ultimately it's, if you're intentional during this time and you can make sure that you understand what's happening, that's important because you're going to ask the right questions. And then the second thing is if you can be creative and innovative, that's going to help you continuously have that innovation brain as you come out of this. And then also just making sure that people remain inspired and motivated, which I have to do for myself.
2: Yeah, man, that's, that's like it's interesting a considering the times, but I also, you know, as we're talking about like intention and we're talking about like, you know, being more of a human when you're selling, as I think about it, I'm like, that's kind of the stuff we should be doing all along. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think like it, it just, it kind of reinforces more or less or it brings back to the service, the importance of like understanding your customer and, you know, being a human, being empathetic, being consultative and, and speaking with um, intention. The, The one thing I think is interesting because when you look at all sales and marketing as a whole over the last 10 years, and I know we've probably all seen these crazy spikes, but like technology has taken over the world, right? With this stuff, whether it's data products, it's enablement products, scale, like whatever. There's a lot more technology accessible to us. What are your thoughts on, you know, some of the technology we have today that allows you to be a little bit more intentional?
1: I would say, zoom obviously is great right like you can hop on a zoom and you can have like uh, this is something i'm working on right now with my friends and if it happens it's gonna be pretty cool is we're gonna do sports trivia but via zoom so we're gonna like pick our teams like i'm gonna be, my like four friends and they're gonna get their four friends and then they'll get their four other friends and be like with 15 in the zoom room and we're gonna do like sports trivia like Sporkle. so it's like all right like your team's up. Like, here's our sporkle. Let's see how much you get. And then we choose another sporkle. And then like, we do it. Like we're, we're still talking through it, but like, that's, that's a way to continuously innovate and that's a way to be intentional. Right. I think FaceTime is good. Um, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing later today, Travis has been there happy hours. This is what I look forward to every single week because those conversations are real. And I've learned more about people in those, ha- in those two ha- happy hours that we've been than how much I've been connected with them for the past four years, right? So those are those are things that I feel like are important. So any type of, obviously, video software is good. Um, I'm playing Call of Duty Warzone right now on PS4. And I got people on there that I'm talking to more than usual because we're all just on Warzone with the headset, you know? And so it's, it's cool. Those are things that, like, I've seen that have been helpful to gain those relationships and friendships or whatever that is
2: love that yeah man i love it i love it and and again i think you know for example like i've known you for a couple of years and i probably learned more about you in like the last what 20 30 minutes we've been talking had no idea you were such a gamer right which is which is really really (laughs) (laughs) cool i I miss it man i haven't picked up a, a video like control like since my kids were born and like i'm looking at it now i'm like oh man like i would love to dust off the xbox and get going yeah so um, I didn't
0: make that face at you. I was like, "What, bro? My guitar hero guitar is in my corner right now."
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> necessity, bro.
1: Oh, but we gotta take the step up. We gotta get rock band. So I was on the drums. <laughs> yo, drum, you Mr. know what? The singer like that was actually really fun.
2: You know what my jam was with the rock band? I'd put I'd be the drummer, but I'd take the microphone. I'd wrap it around my neck so I. I could sing and drum at the same time. Oh, see, oh, That was, that was some level, that was some up-level shit. That's
0: the next level stuff right there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's a whole nother,
2: Yeah. So, so, um, to, I mean, here's a question for you too, right? Like I think right now, um, not only right now, but I also think like, you know, obviously the, the future with whether it's brand, whether it's selling, whether it's marketing, like a lot of this is going social, right? Um and you pretty much like kind of started out of the blue. You knew, you knew it was the way to go. You knew it was where you had to be and you figured out a really cool creative path to get you there. I think a lot of, a lot of people are looking at it like, like, how do I get started? Right? Like I don't, you know, whether it's that, I don't know what to say. No one's going to find it important. It's awkward. It's weird. Like any, any tips, tricks, advice for people trying to figure out how do I get my, my social game just you know started?
1: Yeah. So let's, let's get, let's give you everyone a perspective here. And then, and then I'll, and then I'll sh- share this. So I was 23. Yeah. 23. And I was on a Gary V post. My friend mentioned something. It was back on Facebook. And then I commented, I was like, Gary, I, my, my whole mindset on this has changed, but I asked, Hey Gary, I want to be a motivational speaker. I'm 23. How in the world do I start this? Right. And he goes, okay like what do you want to talk on I was like I don't know I just I know I want to get in front of an audience and I saw the screenshot of this and he said hey look you should document your journey and talk about what it is to aspire to be a speaker and the steps that you're taking he said that's what you should do because you just don't have the experience to talk about it so what I what the SCR Chronicles, I took that advice and the reason that it was successful, is successful, is because all I was doing and what I still do today is I just talk about what's going on. I, if you've watched all my content, I don't talk about I, the million dollar deal that I closed because I've never done that. I don't talk about the business that I've started that got, that got funding because that's never happened. I don't talk about, hey, this is what I'm doing as CEO because that's never happened, right? I don't, I don't talk about things that I haven't done. So that's what you have to do what a lot of people get into and and what happens is that you're like, okay, this topic's hot. So I'm going to go talk about it. All right. Well that's only going to last for you for about three, four months. And then someone's going to come along and ask you questions. You're not going to be prepared for it. So the whole goal is that you want to document what you're doing. So when I was an SDR, all I did was document myself as an SDR. So all SDRs were like, you got to watch this because that's someone who is in the same role as us. That person's in the trenches with me. Right. And also, when you think about, oh, I have nothing to say, et cetera, guys, I was 24 years old when I started the SDR Chronicles and I'm an African-American and I did it. So the thing is that like, I don't want everyone to think about like, I don't have experience that it's all about like just sharing the journey. Because if you share the journey, people are going to be like, yo, okay, I understand where that person is coming from because I'm going through that. So whatever you're doing right now, just share it. If you're targeting IT, talk about how you're targeting IT right now. If you're in marketing and and you're in that right now, okay, how are you marketing to people? What are you doing, right? If you just got let go, cool, this is a great time. Tell your story how you're about to get a job through COVID-19, how I got a job through a pandemic. So then if you can get a job through a pandemic, you can teach anybody how to get a job, right? And that's my thing right now is that like you should be documenting what you're doing, not trying to come up with this fake story that I think a lot of people are trying to do right now is document what is going on right now. Like if you look at all my content right now, it's talking about what I'm going through. Hey, this is how I'm prospecting. This is some ideas you should be thinking about. This is what I'm reading. This is what I'm thinking about right now. And so when I go back and look at all this content, it's all just gonna be me just sharing what's happening. Not like, here's a new idea that I wanna share. with you.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Cause I think, again, like getting getting started is probably the most, most difficult element to it. Um, But yeah. And I think like with, with Morgan, with your stuff, like it's not only is it so like it's tactical and it's something you can watch, right? Like for example, like when you start talking about like the LinkedIn voicemails, like it's a really simple concept. People can go and take an action like immediately. But I think the authenticity behind, you know, just the, you know, the why you're posting it, right? Like it is, it is to help. It is that, that real genuine benevolent reason for posting, not trying to get like this, you know, LinkedIn celebrity.
1: Yeah, that was never the goal. Like, I just knew that, hey, look, Gary said share and continuously share and just engage with everybody. And that's one thing that that stuck to me. He was like, respond to all and I had a conversation with him in person, right? He's like, respond to every comment, respond to every message as much as you can, like, make that the mission. And so for for the first two years, I definitely did that. Now it's been a lot harder because the LinkedIn inbox is trash, and I keep I keep tweeting the LinkedIn help every single day. Like, can you please fix this? Can you please fix this? So I'm I'm just hoping that one day they just get annoyed me and fix it. Um, <laughs> because like if I could just if I could just manage my inbox, like it'd be so much easier to get things done. But I digress on that. But the whole thing is that like it's just engaging with people. Like if you have someone comment, like reply back to that comment the people that like your post in the beginning, if it's under a hundred likes, you have the time to be like, thanks for the like. Like that's that's what I was doing in the beginning. I was in depth with people. Now I don't do it as much. I don't respond to every single like, but I still go through every single comment. Like I did it this morning, blocked off an hour and a half, two hours, woke up at six, two hours, I was responding to all these comments and messages. And like, that's just that's just what it takes, right? Um, And it's work.
0: I'm, I'm like thinking too, like as I, i was telling kevin earlier i was like man like i remember when you know i was in the trenches and i came across the SCR chronicles and i was like man ever since then it just gave gave me just a a, a positive light to look towards like oh wow like homie out there down there in the atl crushing the game just like me and like you were that person where i was like man like if he's out here crushing it like i can definitely crush it too um Mm -hmm. so like to your point of like Being there to inspire people and, like, even me, like, we we chatted about this a little bit Friday. Um, Yeah. And as I like think more about it, I'm like, it's our turn to share the gifts that we learned every day. And, like, we can drop the insecurities at the door. We can realize that, you know what, like, I'm not, like, you know what I mean, like, where (laughs) I need to be yet. But I know what I need to do. I know the push ups, I know the running I need to do. I know the internal growth that needs to happen. Um, So just want to say shout out again. And thanks to you for, for doing everything that you do. Cause um, now this is our second time, second time together. I was uh, yep. So like being able to have these like types of conversations, one with someone that where I'm like, man, like this is, this is a brother. This is a road dog. Like he's been there. He's also supporting so many people and inspiring every day. So like, just again, just saying like a, Thank you, Yeah,
1: you're, you're welcome. <laughs> I, but but in reality, a lot of that came from, you know, you always want to look at the people. an Usher's masterclass. He talks about look at the people that you admire and then watch the actions that they do and try to emulate those actions. Not the person, the actions. Mm-hmm. And so the one person I look up to the most out of out of really everyone is Gary Vee uh he's like he's like say he was born in the same month as me he's like we're like three days apart like everything he says is like that's exactly how i think and so right now if you look at all his content he is just on lives in people in comments more than ever like giving back to the community more than anyone else that i'm seeing right now and for me i was like i have to do that same thing like if i'm looking to emulate that like I feel like I need to be doing that. So that's why I've just been in happy hours. Like every night I've been on some type of call where someone's like, hey, I need you to talk to my team. I'm like, cool. Like I'll come to the happy hour with the team. Like I'm just willing to give a lot because right now I'm in a very, I'm in a fortunate position where it's not like everything's like doom and gloom if certain things happen. Like financially, like I have a certain set up that i've been doing for the past five years to make sure if something did happen like this like i'd be prepared so like my whole thing is like i'm just trying to get back to a lot of people because some people just got a job some people this is very scary for them so i'm my goal is to be a light and positivity for as many people as i can be and where i can help to keep people energized but i know now's the time to double down and where people may need help and in any type of conversation. And that's why I'm just very, I'm very open right now to just giving out advice. Cause like I've seen Gary do it. So I'm like, okay, that's, that's the marching orders, at least from my perspective.
2: I love it, man. I think that's uh that's what like everybody needs right now. Cause there, this is like a crazy uncertain time. No one knows the right, the wrong thing yeah. to do. So like, we're all navigating through it together. Um, but you know, like you got to kind of count your blessings and be able to help out where you can. It's, it's, that's amazing. I know, there's so many people right now, with layoffs, you know, uncertainty, like all that kind of stuff, which is scary as hell. So it's amazing. You're doing all that stuff for sure. Um, I don't know, man, what, what else, what do you, what do you think, you know, like what are some of the big things you're seeing just in the sales development world? Like I know a lot of talk around how the role is changing, evolving the future of it, but what are, what are some major topics or you know things you're seeing in the, in the future?
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's very interesting. Like, you know, I'm getting messages a lot. People are getting laid off, or whole teams are getting laid off, right? From an SDR standpoint, so I think we're going to see a massive change in SDRs. You know, I was talking to someone; they said they may see a 20 to 30 percent decrease, right, in SDR teams as a whole, right? That's a lot of people. So that's a that's an assumption, but I agree with that. On like, and it's hard to admit that, right? So I think what's going to end up happening is that SDRs are going to be more focused on certain accounts. And AEs across the board are going to be asked to prospect more because they're not going to have that SCR help because of just what's happening right now. Uh, this whole thing that's happening is going to change a lot of how people operate and how their business goes moving forward. And so, from a prospecting sales development standpoint, you're going to have to just be more on point than now than ever. Uh, being personal, like I'm just saying, everyone do video. I'm not saying that's like the silver bullet, but video you should incorporate that in some way. Um, email just getting better at copywriting. I That's what I'm studying right now to make sure that I'm, I'm getting better. I'm not the best writer, so I'm trying to get better at writing, so I'm just taking things to get better at that because I know it's important right now. So those are things that I would just recommend people to rely on, but I think we're going to see a big shift in the SCR role where you're going to see more people go into outbound focus roles, less inbound focus roles because those will be handled by a drift or et cetera, and we're going to start seeing a, a major shift. But – this is daily, right? I, literally, as I'm telling you right now, and next week my answer is probably going to change, right? So don't hold me to what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that, like, it, that's what's happening. It's daily. Like, last week I had a different answer, you know? And it wasn't until I saw SDR teams getting laid off left and right where I was like, man, the SDR function is going to take a hit.
0: It might change. So that's just where I'm at right now. Uh, I, I want to add something real quick to that because we we kind of touched on this a little bit about what we called the correction. yeah. And could you either shed some light on that topic or just share your thoughts on that? Because I've been feeling this way. And I think this is one of the first times that uh, people are going to kind of hear about, like, what the real thoughts are on this topic. So go ahead and and shed some light.
1: So John and I talked about it this morning. And I was like, honestly, there are some people right now that this is their wake-up call. And it's it's been a wake-up call for me because – my thing is, Kevin Dorsey's my mentor, and one thing that we talked about is that there's no, like, knowledge or skills gap. And, yes, there are things I can get better at. He said, you just have, like, the execution gap. And, your like, your execution gap is that you consistently will do something for, like, a month, but then it doesn't go to the next month or the next quarter or the next year. So, like, if you just could consistently show up for that, like, month after month after month, it's going to triple or quadruple your results, right? Because I get – I have like a squirrel effect. Like I'll be doing good at something that I'm like, yo, that idea is fire. Let me go do that, right? Instead of being like, yeah, like that's, that's just me. <laughs> uh, and I have to, and I, I'm, I'm so all over the place sometimes that I have to get it together, which is why the three things I write for in the morning was my gratefulness and my goals and my targets have gotten me more focused in the past three months than maybe even the past three years, which is why I've been seeing more results and being more intentional. And I've gotten feedback on certain things I'm doing as of right now. And so my thing is execution gap. So now I know, okay, boom, I need to go do those things. So now I'm way more comfortable in what I'm currently doing than I've been doing in a while because I feel like, no, I'm putting everything I I have right now into every motion as I possibly can be doing right now, which is why probably what makes me more relaxed and calm because I'm doing everything I can, right? On top of that, right, a lot of people right now have just been going through the motions. And now they can't get away or finesse out of going through the motions. And that's getting exposed on a high level. And I think a lot of people right now were into a flexing culture from our demographic and also in a culture of, yo, this the good times are always gonna be the good times. When, if you look at history, a correction was coming at some point, which is why I've been super tight with my money for the past year, because I was like, all right, something's happening. And Gary even said it, right? Gary's like, yo, something's going to happen in the next year. And I was like, all right, Gary, I'm I'm buckling down. I'm not going reckless. I'm not spending a lot of money and stuff for like vacation or things that are necessary. Right. And so now that's happening. So people that have been going out on the weekends while and out, the people have been spending money on ridiculous cars that they can't afford buying apartments and and places that they can't afford doing things and vacations that they have no business doing right instead of working on other things that again we all struggle with that they're now facing the real reality of like yo i don't have any money i can't pay rent i can't do these things i don't have a job and i haven't had the consistency to get there right and again this is things that i have gone through myself so i'm not just like ousting i'm being real so the whole thing is that like the correction is coming whether it's like you're either gonna get it together and you're gonna have a serious conversation with yourself that like yo i'm gonna get through this which I had that conversation myself and I've just been focused and locked in or two. Yeah. I'm just going to try to wait this out and keep saying, Oh, it's going to get, it's going to get, it's going to be done by next week. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not going to get done for a while. And just, just brace for that. Like, let's be real. So the whole thing right now is that like, we're going to see that correction of people that have been going through the motions, been the two cool kids in trainings, the two cool kids in their organizations. And now they're going to have to level up or, I'm not gonna have a job, right? And that's real for a lot of people, and that's where we're at.
2: Yeah, man, it's it's crazy because I, I think, especially too, you know, there, every sales organization is gonna have somebody that was going through the motions in Q4 and throughout Q1, and right now they don't have they don't have a pipeline, right? And they're 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 hoping that something positive happens, but businesses, you know, like especially when you start to get all the way up to the the board, the VC, the investor. The reality is, is your, your name and a number. And if that number next to your name is not a positive ROI, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's just, it's the reality right now. It's, it's, it's scary, but it's, it's a harsh reality, but it is, it's still reality.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I feel like too, like one of the things that I talk with people a little bit, well, I guess I joke about, but I, I don't know how people feel about this, but, um, it's, it's oh the, no. This, this, this <laughs> athleticism, this, this athlete mentality, which which you can relate on. Um but like a lot of times I found that like whether it was in high school or it was in college or even in the professional uh setting, like there's athletes and then there's non-athletes, but like a lot of times it's just like this weak mindset that also comes along with the people that are kind of going through the motions. It's so like if if you're someone that doesn't even realize you have a weak mindset, or you don't focus on it at all, and like you're aware enough to realize, like, oh, I need to go focus on being intentional. Like, oh, right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I need
0: to go focus on being creative. Like, yeah. what? The, like they're, they're called um, from uh, Napoleon Hill. They're called drifters. Have you ever read yeah. in the Devil?
1: Oh, I've I've heard of the book. I've never read it,
0: bro. When you get done, that's another one of them deep ones where you're like, yeah. Yo. It's like similar to Think and Grow Rich, but kind of like a, a different story. But you cool. touched on drifters and how like sometimes people are just meant to, you know, just go off. And like I, I me personally, I feel bad. And I'm like, I wish I could help people kind of drift back to the path. So like yeah. what would you tell those people? I'm sorry, Rocky, chill out. <laughs> yeah. Not you, Robbie. I'm asking more. Um like what would you tell some of them people? Well, let me ask Kevin, do you see that with your reps? I mean,
2: yeah, I think you do. Right. Like I'm, I'm seeing that. And I don't know if I'd go all the way back to like athlete versus non athlete. Right. But I do think that I think one of the biggest, um, the biggest flaws is, is self-awareness, right? And so like you talked about like an internal compass, right? But, you know, for, I think what we want to try and do, like I think what a lot of sales treater, leaders try to do is, is give very clear expectations, like what needs to happen in order to be successful? What the, you know, whether it's KPIs, numbers, behaviors, everything, right? But, you know, like Morgan, you talk about waking up at 6 a.m. and banging out two hours of just, you know, going back and trying to reply and stay, you know, top of mind to people. I know I get messages from you at like very very off hours, so I know <laughs> you can see it, right, man? We were like jamming you- on
1: Saturday, and you're probably were like, I was like up early, and he was like, Ooh, Morgan's gone crazy over here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was like feeding one kid; I had another kid scream at me. I'm like, Yo, I'm talking to Morgan, man. Like,
0: yeah. right.
2: but 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 there's there's a there's just a reality of of what you need to go do, right? Yeah. And, and sales does take hard work it does take tough skin and there's people that they're like oh i had this great conversation and it's like but you need like 25 more right like (laughs) so it's that it's that i i do think it's that the ability to have like that honest conversation with yourself of like what needs to happen um and sometimes you just you can't align on that with reps like they just they believe what they believe and then you know like they you have to meet halfway so yeah
1: so Travis, your question is how do I stay from drifting, but also like what can you do to help drifters? So I'll tell you what I do to stay from drifting. I was on Facebook and I used to do like a lot of Facebook prospecting. I sold like online products cause I was like right out of college. Cause I was just like, I'm just trying to figure things out. And Sign up. Like a lot of Facebook prospecting is funny. It's directly correlated to LinkedIn prospecting right now, which is why all I brought up the same tactics and it works. Like it's crazy how like again history repeats Thank itself. Um, <laughs> I <was> shocked, right? <laughs> but, the, but, but the but the thing but the thing here is that like I was working with someone and there was a mentor at the time, and he had he's a he was a millionaire in seven different industries. So like he clearly knows what he's talking about. And we were in there having a conversation. He's like, Hey Morgan, like what's your why? And then, you know, I gave my why, whatever. And he was like, have you ever heard of the anti-why? And I was like, no, like, what's an anti-why? Like, what are you talking about right now? Like witchcraft? Like, <laughs> like, like, like what's going on, dude? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, the anti-why is what's made me successful. And it's why I've had these millionaires in seven different industries. And I was like, okay, like, can you explain it to me? And he's like, my anti-why is what happens if I don't Do what I'm supposed to do and what I'm here for and what and in his in his case, and you know, I believe the same thing, what God's put me on this earth to do. Right. And then the breakdown was your kids hate you, your wife is cheating on you, all your friends think you're a loser, your parents are disappointed that they ever brought you in the earth, and no one shows up to your funeral, your your career is terrible, like you're overweight, you didn't live up to your potential. And when he told me that, I took that anti y and I did it for myself. And since then, it's like, that's what just scares me. Like, imagining just go, like being at the end of life and, all, and no one showed up to your funeral. The person that you were supposed to be, like, shows up to your deathbed and you die like that. That's what I think about on a daily basis. And that's what keeps me motivated. Because if that ever happened to me, I, I would be gutted. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Like that, that emotional feeling that I would have would overwhelm me in, in more ways than not. So like, that's what keeps me going so that I don't drift. And yeah, do I have moments of drifting? Sure. Everyone has like emotions where you're like, I'm stressed out. I don't know what's going on. Like I'm lost. There's no one who's like not drifting, but to completely drift while you're going towards another Island, like that's, that's, I never want to do that. And so for people, that's me. Right. But for other people, right. It's like, how did they not drift? It's because they don't have a why. They may not have an anti why, or, right, they have been, their leadership or someone has allowed them to coast and they haven't had that wake up call. Everyone in life has a wake up call. It's whether or not you're going to answer it to determine what your future is going to look like.
0: Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you, when you hit that anti y all of a sudden, like, I'm, like, finding, like, my stomach, I'm, like, holy shit, like.
1: Doesn't that give you goosebumps? Like, no. I, I didn't talk for, like, five minutes. Like, because I I, I, I like, I was going through that same emotion he was going through me. I was, like, I don't want to feel that, what you just gave me.
0: Ooh, I want to touch on the feeling a little bit deeper, and I'm sure Kev got something to add, too. But like that's the place that like as I try to explain like meditation and understand some of this deep inner work and self-discovery that I've been you know working on myself like can you just share like a quick you don't gotta you know peel back the curtain too much because I know yeah. there's some deep stuff in there but like could you just share a little bit of like what it's like like stepping into this like bubble, and you're literally the, the, the main performer with the spotlight on you. And you're literally looking at like seven or eight different things that literally you cannot imagine becoming real. And they're all like eight mirrors around you. And like yourself is like soaking up all these emotions. So like, yeah, just like, what is like, what is it like going through that? Cause that's a scary, That I think that's a very scary place to be straight up. You're, you're
1: talking about the anti-why, like, like, like going through that process Is that what you are talking about there just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it goes through a lot because, you know, I've been super fortunate where both my parents are still married. They have brought us up really well, no crazy stories and backstories. So like, I go through that emotion of like, man, like, what if I'm not a good father? Like my dad was like, like, how would that conversation go? You know? And I, and I feel that or like, you know, I have a girlfriend now. It's like, man, like, what if I don't do what I'm supposed to do? And like this marriage isn't being bad. Right, if 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 it gets to that point, right? So like those are those are things I think about, and so like it's it's so many weighted emotions that like everything else moving forward doesn't affect you as much. So like like when a deal doesn't happen, like it's a five second of like, man, that sucks, and then I just move on. Like I'm not as emotional about it because it's not like I, I'm not sitting here like my kids are like roasting me, you know, making fun of me. Like that's that's way worse than like. That factor. So I I go through that emotion and, it, and it's really it's really deep and and like every time I tell it like I I always have goosebumps like no matter when people ask me about the anti why because like I I go through that emotion that I go through like in the morning of like yeah let's make sure that never happens in the future and that's what I think about.
0: Got it. I appreciate that, 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 uh, that deeper dive. Cause I feel like sometimes it, it's tough when you don't really know what you're looking for and then yeah. kind of like go into a dark place and you're like, yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Exactly.
2: So I, I the, the anti Y is like, is brand new to me and like is going to, I, I literally think it's going to be life-changing the, you know, um, I think that type of reflection though, like I, when I talk to a lot of SDRs, like, I don't know if they have that like really deep why or anti why, right? Like, yeah. I think if you have something that you, that literally like changes the way you feel and just like almost brings you to tears, like you can overcome any situation. If you have that type of a why or, or anti why, how do you help someone who may be like relatively early on in their career, like figure that out or is that not
1: your job? It's a great question. Cause it's hard, right? Cause some people are just starting out. So they don't know that I, I just been super fortunate to have a great intuition, and I'm very introspective. So I just think about a lot of stuff. So like for me during this time, like I'm like, yo, I'm good. Cause I get to really think and I can come out of here and be like who I'm truly supposed to be. So for me, I, I like the introspective, but some people don't because they don't like their thoughts. Right, they'd rather be out at the bar or whatever, so they don't have to think about like what's really in their life because they don't want to face it. Right, I'm willing to face that because I know I can't run from it. So, really, the question is always asking people what motivates you, right? And what most refs will say, money, Mo- that's no, like that. I, money, money can't motivate you because if money motivated you, that means you would that means that everyone right now probably wouldn't be freaking out because you would have money literally just chilling in the bank because you love the money because you didn't like spending it right if you were truly money motivated you would just keep the money right so no one's ever really money motivated the next question when i would always ask this right what are you motivated by most people say money i'm like okay so what are you gonna buy with the money people be like cars i'm like so what what compels you to like cars and then some people may be like well I like the design of it. I like the way that it sounds, et cetera, you know? And like, you can really understand someone when they tell you why they like that thing. Some people it's travel. Hey, I want to get away. Okay. Why do you want to get away? Well, maybe I don't like my family and I, I like, I like traveling so I can get away from that. Okay. So why don't you like, like what makes you not like your family? Well, the reason I like my family is because they always would have a lot of fights in it. And I don't think it got brought me a good upbringing. Okay. So, it sounds like, right? Labeling here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. It's, it sounds like you want to make sure that you're successful so that your family can be supported in the best way possible. Yeah, Morgan, that's what I'm really striving for. So you're, so you're motivated by making sure your family is good. So you need to do a good job at this job so that you can support your family in a healthy upbringing instead of the bad one that you had. So your money, your your motivation wasn't the money. It was to make sure you had a healthy family you can have that exercise with every single rep and you can truly understand why they took that sales job. A lot of people, it's like, yo, I have a chip on my shoulder. Okay. What makes you have a chip on your shoulder? Hey, I got made fun of. Okay. So what made you get made fun of? I was always different, unique. Okay. So for you sounds like you want to use this job to to prove it to people, but also you want to use it to help other people that have been made fun of just like you. And then they're like, yeah, that's the case. Okay. So your motivation is inspire people who were getting made fun of, and now that's your mission. Right. And again, as you get, as you go on in life, it gets deeper. Right. Cause mine used to be a motivational speaker. Now I'm like, in, like you mentioned impact over influence.
0: Hmm. Like everyone's
1: like, Oh, you're an influence. Like, I don't really care about that. Like, I just want to know, did I have impact in every conversation that I had? And I want to be the most impactful person possible. Um, one of my goals was to be the best motivator of all time. Now I'm trying to figure out, is it to be the best impactful? of all time. And that's in everything that I do. Now, again, I'm always changing that as I grow, but that's my main focus right now. I'm trying to impact people. I don't really care about all the other stuff. I just want to be like, yo, did I do this training? And you guys got results? That's impact. Like I got on this podcast and someone was like, yo, I changed my morning routine because of you. And now I have better relationships in my life. That's impact. Right. And I'm only doing that just by sharing my journey, not saying, Hey, this is what you should do. It's like, I'm just sharing what's happening and what's working. Hopefully it can impact you as well. And that will get a lot of people more motivated and get you emotionally set. But maybe it's that anti why. Cause I'll tell you, man, like just Travis asked, like I get emotional about that, like really emotional about it. Cause like that hurts if that, if that comes true. Cause that's a nightmare. And I'm not trying to experience that.
2: That's amazing. I love that. That's, that's huge.
0: That's super fire. And I, I think just one thing too on the, um, like how, how we help you know, either whether it's your reps or just anybody that you work with kind of figure out like what it is that they're searching for. And I think like to your direct point of, you know, the SDR Chronicles, like you didn't know what you didn't know. Right. Yeah. Just kept putting it out there and putting it out there. And then you kind of went and weaved your own path. But I think the biggest thing that holds people back is just realizing that they need to go down the path of self-discovery and that's it. That's it. Like, maybe when they, they step in and it's like, hey, like here are some things that I did to find myself. I started this thing. I talked to some people who were leaders in the space. I also made it sure that I was accountable to my own actions. And like, I eventually am starting to get to where I want to be. Like, I'm not even there yet. You feel me? Like, yeah. been, You're just starting too. So yeah. I think if we can just like guide them and say, look, like if you just start the self-discovery journey now, like five years from now, you'll be thanking us later.
1: Yeah, exactly
0: is there anything that you want to end on um, that we might not have covered or anything that you really want to drive home or Kevin, is there anything else you want to add?
1: I would say, I would say last thing is like, take the time to figure out what you're grateful for right now. Like I'm just going to like hammer on this right now. Like there's so much to be grateful for. Like if you have lights, like housing, if you are fortunate enough to still have a job, like these are things that like, you have to be grateful for like I think it was like six point six million I think in unemployment probably when this comes out it's probably going to be more so the whole thing is that like be grateful for all the things that you have right now and make and then also while being grateful make sure that you're binging on growth and not binging on Netflix I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go create a shirt on this like like binge growth <laughs> Yo, I'm down. not I'm binging okay. Netflix you know like I, I if you can if someone can create a shirt for me on that like and get it done like this weekend like I that is a shirt that i want
0: right now but like that's that should be a main focus for everybody Move forward. wait so it's gonna say binge on like binge it could just be like growth. binge growth not netflix like uh, I, that's it I'm a, I'm binge gonna, growth uh, not uh, netflix fabrics and i'll make one yo if you make
1: one i will i'm gonna rock it everywhere like i'm yeah I, <laughs> yo, I,
0: I'm, I'm saying want it. i should you no know, i'm, I'm a, i was talking to, to lauren about like um, if we could like make stuff, and I'm like, you know what? That would be a fun project for the week. Yeah, binge yeah. on growth, not Netflix. wearing that around New York City. That's actually this is a perfect place to wear that shirt. Oh, I'm gosh. telling you, man.
1: Binge growth, not Netflix. It's like it's the new thing. It's fire, fire. the new thing.
2: I love it, man. Yeah, I love it.
0: Cool. So, um. Yeah, man. This is. I mean, I'm. I'm excited. I'm gonna. Um, I guess for people that are also listening and watching this now that this is a video form, where's the best way to connect with, with you? Like, do you prefer, like, I got friends like literally that won't answer text messages, but they'll like be on Instagram all day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So hit me, hit me up on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here now. Like there's a tons of stuff that I'm just being engaged on here with. So hit me up on LinkedIn. It's best place to go.
0: Thanks for listening to Addicted to Growth. If you learn something new, don't be shy. Let people know. The best way to learn a new skill is to practice. Day in and day out. Go execute something you just learned this week with your community. Until next time.